Wow! Wow! I would just like to thank everyone involved in today's Comey hearing for a truly spectacular piece of jaw-dropping and revelatory entertainment and illumination. Holy! Wow, wow, wow. Okay, this is in no particular order. So, shock twist. So, there was a hearing, of course, designed to get to the bottom of potential interference in the FBI, interference in elections. Turns out, bit a bit of a shocker, bit of a buried-in-the-lead stuff. So, under oath, ex-director of the FBI, James Comey, casually revealed that it was then-Attorney General Loretta Lynch who pressured him to avoid using the correct term, investigation or criminal investigation into Hillary Clinton, and refer to it instead as a matter. A matter. And this is a word that was later used by the Hillary Clinton campaign itself. So, let's just take a Zen moment, breathe deeply, and understand that particular moment, that particular change. So, the FBI does, of course, criminal investigations. And the Attorney General pressured then FBI Director James Comey into referring to it as a matter rather than a criminal investigation. Uh, that, uh, that is... <laughs> What do you even say? Jaw-dropping. It puts the whole Bill Clinton Attorney General tarmac meeting into new light, wouldn't you say? Just, just a little bit. Astounding. Now, Comey, who took detailed notes on everything Trump said to him, apparently, wrote down absolutely nothing regarding his meeting with Loretta Lynch uh, after she pressured him not to refer to the investigation into Hillary Clinton as a criminal investigation or as an investigation. He wrote down nothing. He said it did make him feel slightly queasy, but apparently that wasn't enough for him to push back on any of this. He said, well, he agreed. Okay, I'll agree to use this softer language that the Attorney General wanted. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course. He said, well, it wasn't his hill to die on. He wasn't going to take a stand on that. So I guess I just have a question. What would be the hill to die on then? If the Attorney General is pressuring you to falsify what you're talking about, it's a criminal investigation. Don't refer to it as what it actually is. Just refer to it as a a matter. <sighs> so she's pressuring you to falsify how you're reporting on it, and then that's picked up by the press, and that's pushed back. Uh, Low-information voters, of course, aren't going to figure all of this sort of stuff out. So I don't know where the line is if you're not going to push, push back on that. You know, coincidentally, I think we may have found where interference in the election may have occurred. And again, if you're in the know, if you're a policy wonk, if you're into politics, you know that when James Comey refers to a matter, he's referring to the FBI's criminal investigation into Hillary Clinton. But if you're your average low-information voter, to put it as nicely as possible, it's like you can just say, no, it's just a matter. It's not an investigation, FBI director, so he referred to it that way. (sighs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (sighs) So... There were other problems, of course, between Trump and Comey. Remember this whole Russian hooker dossier that was floating around? And Trump was urging that this be investigated, but Comey uh, resisted. So that's not uh, not very helpful. So this is the big revelation, the big takeaway. But don't worry, folks. <laughs> Grab onto your popcorn. Mickey Rock style, it is, in fact, there is more to come. So the duty to correct is is something that came up a lot. So the mainstream media kept claiming that President Trump was under FBI investigation. 
Now, Comey told Trump privately on three separate occasions that President Trump was not under any kind of FBI investigation. So mainstream media saying Trump's under FBI investigation. Trump says, uh, Comey says to Trump, no, you're not. And Trump said to Comey, more or less, hey, feel, feel like telling the world this would really lift this cloud of false allegations. This would clear the room. This would clear the air. And um, not an unfair request, I would say. A bunch of people lying about you being under an FBI investigation. It might be incumbent upon the FBI to correct the record. You know, it's really, really important to, to have the facts out there unless the facts happen to be calling a criminal investigation a criminal investigation. But Comey said, ah, we'll, we'll think about it. And he didn't really do much of anything. This is during the time when the FBI is leaking like a sieve everything about this generalized investigation into the Marussia collusion stuff, right? So the FBI was leaking everything about this general investigation, the one thing, as Marco Rubio pointed out, the one thing that was not leaked was the fact that Trump was not under FBI investigation. Huh. Interesting. Now, he's, uh, Comey says, well, I, I didn't want to have to correct it later. Like, if I say Trump wasn't under investigation and then it turns out that we end up investigating him, I don't want to have a duty to correct later. But this is the guy who could not keep his big yap shut about the Hillary investigation. Now, I understand some of the logic of where Comey's coming from. Like if you're a private citizen, just some dude going about your business, you don't want the FBI coming out and saying, oh, no, no, Joe Bob, whatever his name is, is not under investigation. Because that kind of puts a cloud like, well, why would that even be mentioned? But when you have wall-to-wall media coverage that you are under FBI investigation, for the FBI to say, no, you're not, might be considered actually correcting. You got a duty to correct? How about correcting the mainstream media? constantly telling things about Trump that aren't uh, true. Now, he could have just, you know, called a press conference and said, you know, with regards to these statements in the press, these rumors in the press, President Trump is not currently under investigation for collusion with Russians. This could change. This is the last thing I'm going to say. I'll keep you updated on any changes. Now, this, of course, begs the question, where was the media getting the information where they were reporting on Donald Trump being investigated by the FBI? Now, I would assume... They would have to if they have any credibility. Okay, alternate dimension time. If they have any credibility, then they would have to be getting this information from people intimate with the investigation. Now, people intimate with the investigation would know that President Trump was not being investigated. So who was telling the media that President Trump was being investigated? Good good question. I'm not sure we're going to get an answer imminently. Now, another thing that came out, with uh, Comey is uh, people asked him, you know, did you take notes with Obama? Did you take notes with Bush? Did you take notes with other people? And that would be no. Don't not really take notes with anyone important other than Trump. And, and why? Well, um, he said many times during the testimony that he thought Trump was a liar or Trump was lying about something. And so he took notes, I guess, with the hope of having some kind of record that he could use to counteract these lies and so on. And I just, like, I want to point this out. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been a manager. I have. And if you have an employee who thinks you're a liar and is taking secretive little notes about your meetings and so on, let's just say that is not a very productive relationship. And you can't really work with someone like that. So the mystery as to why he might have gotten uh, canned like tuna, well, uh, it, it may be somewhere in the fact that he thinks his boss is a liar, is not pushing back against things he thinks his boss is doing wrong, but is instead taking secret notes and leaking them to the press later. Oh, yes! Spoiler! We'll get to that in a moment. So, of course, a lot of this stuff is regarding Flynn. And I'm going to assume you're up to speed on some of this stuff to, uh, to some degree. 
So January 23rd, it was widely reported that the FBI found no wrongdoing with Flynn's call with, uh, with Russia. Now, Flynn got let go, but that more, had more to do with misleading Pence, not the actual call itself. So Trump knew that there was nothing wrong with the call because it had been reported that the FBI found nothing wrong. The FBI had the transcript of the call. And so what did Trump mean when he said, I hope you can let it go. He's a good guy or whatever. Well, Trump already knew that the FBI had reported that there was nothing wrong with what Flynn did. So I would guess he was saying, don't keep going. Don't do some politically motivated attack. You guys have admitted there's nothing wrong, so let it go. He's a good guy and so on. (sighs) Now, Comey indicated during the testimony today that he felt that this was some kind of interference in the investigation. Now, let's put this in context. Comey has decades of experience and many years as head of the FBI at this point when he has this conversation where Trump says, I hope you can let it go. Um, He's a good guy. And Comey agrees. So, yeah, he's a good guy. So Comey has decades of experience and many years in this job. Trump was very new to his job. You know, if Trump expressing hope is somehow really bad, then Comey should tell him. Should tell him. You know, if, if you're the boss, let's say you have an accountant, right? And you're the boss and you suggest that the accountant do something that is wrong. Something that, I don't know, that breaks the law or, or something that is bad or, or whatever it is, right? Then your accountant, who has lots of experience in accountancy and knows these things better than you do, should say to you, no, 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 we can't really do that. That's not, uh, not allowed, right? And we say, oh, okay, fine. What you don't do is you say, oh, yeah, no, that's, I see where you're coming from. And then right back, Go back to your office and write these little notes about everything that was said and then later leak it to, like, come on. That's not how you deal. It's not how mature adults deal with, it, with someone. If, if Comey thought that Trump was doing something wrong, he should have said so right ahead. Hey, you're new to this. I've had a long history with this kind of stuff. You may not be aware of this, but even if you express hope that I can let it go, that could be perceived as trying to influence the highlight, right? Whatever, right? You, you, you say that. But Comey got all kinds of smelling salts and hysterical and fainting couch, you're like, oh, it was intimidating, and he was the president, and I, ah, I was literally shaking. Well, I'm paraphrasing a little, but I think you understand. You, you can watch, of course, all of this for, uh, for yourself. But that's, that's not a productive working relationship. He didn't, the Comey did not re- report what Trump said to the DOJ or, or to the White House counsel or anything like that. He just went and wrote notes and circulated it among some people. Now, one of the defenses, Comey, well, why, why didn't you tell everyone or why didn't you publicize that Trump, Trump's hope that, that the FBI could let it go with Flynn? Well, he said he didn't want to publicize it because maybe it might influence the people working on the investigation. But this is the, I'm sorry, this is the insane thing. It's the insane thing. I'm, like, I'm living in the squid-like self-attack brain of a crazy person. Because Comey says, well, I didn't want to publicize Trump's hope that the FBI could let it go with Flynn because it might have some kind of effect on the investigation. But Trump said exactly the same thing in public, all over the press, right afterwards. I hope they can let it go. It's blah, 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 right? So, of course, the FBI agents knew. They read the newspaper. Everybody knew. So saying, well, I, I wanted to keep it quiet. <laughs> Trump was talking about it publicly all over the place. The cat may have been just a little bit out of the bag at this point. You know, here's a counterexample. Loretta Lynch didn't have a press conference saying, 
I told Director Comey it would be better for the Clinton campaign to refer to the criminal investigation as a matter. <sighs> now, regarding this um, interference with investigations or obstruction of justice, Comey, in the hearing or in the um, questioning, he said Trump has the right to end any investigation, although there are important norms to prevent that. And lawyer Alan Dershowitz said basically the same thing. Uh, even if Trump did tell Comey to stop the investigation, that's not illegal. He's got the right to do that. And the idea, again, this is like low-information voters. If the head of the FBI is fired, that doesn't mean the investigation stops. <laughs> I mean, of course not. Of course not. And, and I can guarantee you, the director of the FBI is not down in there, thwacking the weeds, looking for frog eggs in the bowels and swamp of the investigation. He probably has very little idea of what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis. So the investigation does not end if the director is fired. And it, it started to get like Pinteresque, Pirandello absurdist comedy slash drama at one point. At one point, like <laughs> I'm trying to make notes and keep up. At one point, I'm looking up and James Comey is impugning or describing possible motives of someone based on half-remembered body language from months and months ago. <laughs> it's like, what episode of The Twilight Zone are we currently inhabiting now? Well, his eyebrow twitched, and I impugned upon that that he felt this and thought that. And it's like, are we, are we really there now? I mean, this is one step up from, well, his astrological sign is guilty. God, <laughs> it's mad. Tea leaves and palm reading. <laughs> Madness. Now, of course, now Comey went... Very strong on the Russia hacking thing. It's a done deal. It's true, but we can't. I can't say this often enough. The Russia hacking stuff. Oh man, where is the beef? Where's the proof? The FBI never examined the DN server that the DNC uh, said was hacked. The third party, which did, was paid by the DNC and retracted many supporting statements later on. So no credibility there, at least for me. And since the release of like Vault 7 and all this stuff, it's become very clear how easy it is to mimic anyone you want from anywhere you want, in any language you want, in any kind of attack you want. You know, the, the, the proxies, the IP masking, the stitching together, the, the changing of, of language codes and so on. This is all ridiculously easy. Your average 14-year-old can easily pretend that it's the Chinese uh, people who are, you know, hacking your whatever, right? I mean, this has all become ridiculously easy. So the idea that this is an open and shut case is ridiculous because this is what people are expected to believe. This is what, and, you know, good job, government schools for not teaching people how to think. We're trying to fix that here. This is what people are expected to believe, my friends. The Russians, the Russian government, the combined massive weight of the Russian intelligence services are somehow smart enough to hack the U.S. election. But they're not smart enough to mask the IP addresses that come from Russia. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's complete madness. How, what, what could you even say? They're smart enough to hack the U.S. election, but they leave lots of traces of Russian code and language all through them. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. And look, this phrase, hack the election... Anybody who uses that phrase is just a political hack. They don't know what they're talking about. There's no evidence whatsoever that a single vote was changed. No evidence whatsoever. You know, the Podesta emails, all evidence is that there was a phishing link he clicked on after being told not to. 
No votes were changed. Now, one other delightful and delicious thing that came out of this hearing was that uh, Comey blasted a whole bunch of people for fake news, right? There was a New York Times article about, you know, the, it was entitled Trump campaign aides had repeated contacts with Russian intelligence. And he said, nah, fake news. <laughs> fake news. Uh, now, another really powerful moment was Comey admitting to, uh, to leaking. <laughs> I don't know. It must be wild. It must be wild to just be that much above consequences. Astounding. So he said, like he had these notes, memos, scribblings, whatever you want to call them. Memos makes it sound more formal, which of course is the point. I mean, I can write down anything. Where's the proof? He said, she said, none of this stuff means anything. So he used a friend to leak part of his notes to the media, to read it to a, to a reporter. Now that's strange. Why? Why? If it's justified for you to release this information, just call a press conference and hand out all your notes. Why, why would you have a friend call the reporter and read parts of the notes without sharing the notes? Like, that's just weird. Now, again, I have to reiterate, and <laughs> this is all just my opinions. I'm certainly no lawyer, but it's stuff to ponder. It's stuff to ponder. If you work at the FBI and you make notes on your meetings, aren't those notes the property of the uh, FBI? That seems kind of important. Did he leave copies of these notes with the FBI? Would they be subject to freedom of information requests? I don't know. I mean, he said that they're not classified, and he clearly felt comfortable with his friend leaking them to a newspaper. So if they're not classified and newspapers can have them, would they be subject to Freedom of Information Act requests? You know, there's a theory that said, well, Hillary had her own server so she could avoid Freedom of Information requests. James Comey had these notes with him after he left the FBI. Why? You're supposed to leave government property with the government when you leave. I mean, that's really quite astounding to me. And I'm not sure that too many people have, have picked up on this. And, you know, maybe I'm way off base. Maybe there's some really great explanation, but it just seems kind of important to me. I mean, if he has this, these notes that he took while working for the FBI about meetings with the president in his capacity as FBI director, which to me would be property of the FBI, does he have other stuff that he took? Does he have other stuff at home? Does he have other stuff that he has access to? That is the property of the FBI? Shouldn't he have left all of that behind? Again, tell me where I'm off base here, but it seems like an important question to me. And now, of course, we do have, um, other than that NSA lady, we have a, a leaker. Did he leak anything else? I mean, there have been lots of leaks. Did, did Comey leak anything else? How many people did he use to leak? He's already said he didn't leak directly. He le leaked indirectly. Maybe other people have leaked. This just seems like a very big revelation to me. And it's just not a lot that is being picked up on this. So there was a lot. You can watch it all yourselves. These are just my thoughts on the matter. But yeah, Trump did nothing wrong. Uh, mainstream media was chock full of fake news. as Russia Trump scoop. Loretta Lynch did order or did influence or pressure James Comey to falsify his description of the criminal investigation into Hillary Clinton. It's not a matter. Did Trump ask him to lie about anything? Did Trump ask him to misrepresent anything? No. Trump expressed a hope. Nobody goes to jail 
for a hope. Nobody is indicted for a hope. So apparently the big problem everyone has is with Donald Trump expressing a hope, not with the Attorney General telling the head of the FBI to falsify his description of an investigation into a presidential candidate. I mean, just imagine, imagine if Jeff Sessions had colluded with an FBI director to falsify statements about an investigation into Trump. Imagine they would have gone completely mental. And if you doubt this, like uh, that there was misrepresentation occurring here, if you doubt this, just imagine this. Just imagine if you're applying for some very high-sensitive, high-security job, and on the job application is a checkbox, and it says, have you ever been subject to a criminal investigation? And you don't check that because you said, no, no, it's just a matter. It was just a matter. But it turns out the FBI had conducted a criminal investigation into you. Do you think there would be any repercussions from not checking that checkbox? Of course. And Comey is a big leaker. Takes little private notes, has friends read them out to the media, rather than saying to his boss, whoa, hang on, this is, you know, you're new to this. I'm an old hand at this. Uh, You may be going a little bit too far, I'm sure, with the best of intentions, but don't even express hope that the FBI can let something go even after they've said that nothing wrong has been found, that's not appropriate. And Donald Trump would be like, yeah, okay, I got it. Sorry about that. Don't mean to put you in any awkward positions, but no, take your notes, scribble them, release them later, under the table. Oh, can't work with someone like that. And after, after Comey talked about the Attorney General pressuring him to falsify his report, falsify his description of what the FBI was doing, or downplay, at least. The Democrats didn't say, whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> what are you? Let's circle back. That seemed like kind of a bump in the road that we want to U-turn and examine in just a little bit more detail. Eh, just sail on, no problem. James Comey, I would like you to state under oath that you're a wonderful professional and a great asset to America and a great hero. Yes, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Samsonite sponsors my eye bags. Now, as far as foreign governments hacking elections and so on, oh my goodness, the U.S. has been overthrowing governments, hacking and influencing foreign elections for decade after decade after decade. We've got Hillary Clinton on tape talking about it. But no, according to James Comey, the U.S. is a shining city on a hill. We'd never engage in such dastardly behavior. No. You know, when I was a kid... This is the old Atari, I think it was a 2600, the really old Atari. You had friends over to play, you know, four-point pixel basketball. And you'd get a a net. And you could always tell, like, the bad loser kids, because the bad loser kids were like, Hey, your joystick's busted, man. I pushed it, didn't respond. Take ownership, Dems. I mean, I know it's a tough thing for you to do. I know it's a tough thing for you to do. To lose to a newbie is pretty, pretty tough. But here's the fact. It wasn't the Russians. It wasn't the Russians. It wasn't even Donald Trump. You had the mainstream media, you had Hollywood, you had academia, you had just about everyone on your side. It should have been a slam dunk, I understand that. But she ran a crappy candidate. She has the charisma of a stinging sea sponge. She, or the DNC, cheated Bernie Sanders. Hillary Clinton screamed at people, coughed, and fell over. You just ran a bad candidate. Now, you can learn from that. And improve, or you can continue down this road of rank conspiracy theories, blaming the Russians, ignoring the reality. And I, for one, I hope you really, really do.